0: welcome everyone to this live podcast on twitch where you can find the news from the research industry that how our researchers keep on researching on various topics and domains to keep our lives better of course and this uh this article posted on our website name postscientest.com. If you are willing to check it out, please check it out. Otherwise, listening to this podcast will be enough for you guys as it acts like an archive on the daily basis providing you the information from the research industry. So without wasting any further time lang- further time, let's get started with our first topic of the day. Building on more than 300 uh, years of study, researchers developed a new way to understand bacterial growth. Okay, let's see. In labs, bacterial col- uh, colonies usually grow in shrink in peltry dishes, but until now, now, no one has known. How the colonies organize themselves in more realistic three dimensional 3D environments, such as tissue and gels in our bodies or soils and sediments in the environment. This knowledge could be critical for advancing medical and environmental research. Now, a Princeton team has invented a new way to observe bacteria in 3D environments. They found that as the bacteria grow, their colonies constantly form fascinating rough shapes. Resembling a branch head of broccoli, much more integrate than forms typically seen in a flat dish. Ever since bacteria were discovered over 300 years ago, most lab research has studied them in a test tube or on petri dishes. Okay, said Sujit Datta. An assistant professor of chemical and biological engineering at Princeton and the uh, study senior author. This was a result of practical limits rather than a lack of curiosity. If you try to watch bacteria grow in uh, tissues or in soils, those are opaque, you and you can't uh, actually see what the co- colony is doing. That has really been the challenge. Data research team. Uncovered this behavior using a breakthrough experimental setup that allows them to make an unprecedented observation of bacterial colonies in their natural three dimensional state. Unexpectedly, the team found that the wild colonies' growth constantly, constantly resemble other natural phenomena, phenomena like the growth of crystal or the spread of frost on a window pane. This kind of rough branchy shapes are ubiquitous in nature, but typically in the context of growing or agglomerating non-living systems, said data. What we found is that growing in 3D bacterial colonies exhibit a very similar process, despite the fact that these are collectives of living organisms. The researcher presented this new description of how bacterial colonies grow in three dimensions in a paper published October 18 in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Science. Dutta and his co-researchers hope the finding will assist with an area of research that deals with bacterial growth from the development of more effective antimicrobials to pharmaceutical, medical and environmental research as well as processes that harness bacteria for industrial use. At a fundamental level, we are excited that this work reveals surprising connection between the development of form and function, biological system and studies of inanimate growth, processes in materials, science and statistical physics. But also we think that this uh, new view of when and where cells are growing in 3D will be of interest to anyone interested in bacterial growth, such as an environmental, industrial, and biomedical application, Dutta said. For several years, Dutta's research team has been developing a system that allows them to analyze phenomena that are usually clogged in a settings, such as fluid flowing through soils. The team uses spe- uh, specially designed hydrogels which are water absorbent uh, polymers similar to those in glattin and contact lenses as mattresses to support bacterial growth in 3D unlike those common version of hydrogels. Dutta's material are made up of extremely tiny balls of hydrogel that are easily deformed by the bacteria, allow for three passage of oxygen and nutrient that support bacterial growth and are transparent to light. It's like a ball, pit, uh, where each ball is an individual hydrogel. They are microscopic so you can't really see them, Datta said. The research team calibrated the hydrogel makeup to mimic the structure of soil or tissue. The hydrogel is strong enough to support the growing bacterial colony without presenting enough resistance to constrain the growth. As the bacterial colonies grow in the hydrogel matrix, they can easily rearrange the balls around them so they are not trapped, he said. It's like plunging your arm into the ball pit if you drag it through. The ball rearrange themselves around your arm. The researcher performed experiments with four different species of bacteria, including one that helps to generate kombucha tart taste. Uh, to see how they grew in three dimensions. We changed uh, cell types, nutrient conditions, hydrogel properties. Datta said the researchers saw the same rough edge growth patterns in each case, We systematically changed all those parameters. But this appeared to be a generic phenomenon. Datta said two factors seem to cause the broccoli-shaped growth on a colony surface First, bacteria with access to high levels of nutrients or oxygen will grow and reduce faster than once in a less abductant environment. Even the most uniform environment has uh, have some uneven density of nutrients, and these variations cause spots in the colony surface to surge ahead of or fall behind. Repeated in three dimensions. This caused the bacteria colony to form bumps and nodules, as some subgroups of bacteria grow more quickly than their neighbors. Second, the researcher observed that in three-dimensional growth, only the bacteria close to the colony surface grew and divided. The bacteria crammed into the center of the colony seemed to lapse into a dormant state, because the bacteria on the inside were not growing and dividing. The outer surface was now subjected to pressure that would cause it to expand evenly. Instead, its expansion is primarily driven by growth along the very edge of the colony and the growth along the edge is subject to nutrient variations that eventually result in bumpy, uneven growth. If the growth was uniform and there was no difference between the bacteria inside the colony and those on the periphery, it would be like filling a balloon, acid, alexandra, Madsen and calvo a postdoctoral research at Princeton and the paper first author. The pressure from the inside would fill in any uh, permutation on the periphery. To explain why this pressure was not present, the researcher added a fluorescent tag to protein that become active in cells. When the bacteria grow, the fluorescent protein lights up when bacteria are active and remains dark when they are not. Observing the colonies, the researchers saw that the bacteria on the colony edge were bright green while the code remained dark. The colony essentially self-organized into a code and a shell uh, dead, behave in very different ways, Datta said. Nothing that the theory is that the bacteria on the colony edges scoop up most of the nutrient and oxygen, leaving little for uh, the inside bacteria. We think uh, they are going dormant because they are starved, Datta said. Although he cautioned, quotient that further research was needed to explore this. Data explained that uh, the experiment mathematical models used by the researcher found that uh, there was an upper limit to the bumps that formed on the colony surface. The bumpy surface is a result of random variation in the oxygen and nutrients in the environment, but the randomness tends to even out in certain limits. The roughness has an upper limit of how large it can grow. The floored size, if we are if we are comparing it to broccoli, he said we were able to predict that from the math, and it seemed to be an inevitable feature of large colony growing in 3D, because the bacterial growth tended to follow a similar pattern as crystal growth. And other well studied phenomena of inanimate materials. Tata said that, does it, that uh, the researchers were able to adapt standard mathematical model to reflect the bacterial growth. He said future f- research will f- uh, likely focus on better understanding the mechanism behind the growth, the implication of rough growth shapes, of colony functioning, and applying these lessons to other areas of interest. Ultimately, this work gives us more tools to understand and eventually control how bacteria growth in nature, he said. So, I mean, it's a great thing. It's a great uh, discovery uh, for uh, understanding the bacteria more uh, by into the cells or growth of the cells. So, yep, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be used in various applications, of course like uh like in the 3d painting uh, and many more other things which we I mean I mean uh, not coming up in my mind right now so okay moving on towards next topic physicist confirm H in proton structure okay let's see Nuclear physicists have confirmed that the current description of photon structure isn't all smooth sailing. A new precision measurement of the proton-electric polarizability performed at the U.S. Department of Energy, Thomson, Jefferson National Accelerator Facility has revealed a bump in the data in probes of the proton structure, though widely thought. To be be a fluke when seen in earlier measurement, this new, more precise measurement has confirmed the presence of the anomaly and raises questions about its origin. The researcher has just published in the journal Nature. According to Ruan Nan Lee, first author on the new paper and a graduate student at Temple University, measurements of the proton electric ze ability reveal how susceptible uh, the proton is to deformation or stretching in an electric field like size or charge electric. Po- Polar's is a fundamental property of proton structure. What's more, a precision determination of the proton electric polarity ability can help bridge the different description of the proton depending on... How it is probed. A, pr- a proton may appear as a epoch, sing- a single particle, or a composite particle made of three quarks held together by the strong phase. We want to understand the substructure of the proton and we can imagine it like a model with three balanced quarks in the middle, Lee explained. Now put the proton in the electric field. The quarks have positive or negative charge, they will move in opposite directions, so the electric polar. Polar zeability reflects how easily the proton will be distorted by the electric field. To probe this distortion, nuclear physicists used a process called virtual Compton scattering. Start with a careful control beam of energetic electron from Jefferson Lab Continuous Electron Beam Accelerator Facility, a DOE Officer of Science User Facility. The electrons are sent crashing into protons. In virtual compton scattering, Electron interact with other particles, by emitting an energetic photon or particle of light. The energy of the electron determines the energy of the photon it emits, which also determines how the photon interacts with other particles. Lower energy photons may bounce off the surface of the proton, while more energetic photons will, burst, will blast inside the proton to interact with one of its quarks. Theory predicts that when these photon-quark interactions are plotted at from lower to higher energies, they will form a smooth curve. quark. Nikos an associate professor of physics at Temple University and spokesperson for the experiment said this simple picture didn't hold up to scrutiny. The measurement instead revealed an as yet unexplained bump. What we see is that there is some local enhancement to the magnitude of the polarizability. The polarizability decreases as the energy increases as expected, and at some point, it appears to be coming temporarily up uh, again before it will go down," he said. Based on our current theoretical understanding, it should it should follow a very simple behavior. since we, uh, we see something that uh, deviates from the single behavior, uh, from this simple behavior, and this is the fact that is puzzling us at the moment. The theory predicts that the more energy electrons are more directly probing the strong force as it binds the quark together to make the proton. The weird spike in the stiffness that nuclear physicists have now confirmed in the proton quark signals that an unknown facet of the strong phase may be at work. There is something that we are clearly missing at this point. Uh, the proton is the new, is the only composite building block in nature that is stable. so if we are, if we are missing something fundamental there, it has implication or consequences for all of physicists physics. Spa was confirmed the physicist said that the next step is to further tease out the details of the anomaly and conduct precision probes to check for other points of deviation and to provide more information about the anomaly source. We want to measure more point at various energy to present a clearer picture and to, and to see if there is any further structure there, Lee said. Sparvius agreed, we also need to measure precisely the shape of this announcement. The shape is important further elucidating the theory, he said. Of course, I mean, it's uh, it's the requirement of this uh, to indicate or to be more res- or to be go- or to get more results or from this from this research. Uh, so, I mean, it's a requirement to m- m- precisely measure the shape of this announcement. Otherwise, it's not going to be further illustrated or further is res, uh, further research goes on so yep moving on towards next topic once again I mean I have to cover lots of articles so I am uh, I don't able to provide you the short summary of the uh, of ev- every article so please bear with me and yes uh, uh, the author uh, itself uh, the article already uh, described very well by the author so i mean there is no need f- for my explanation by my side so yep let's read it and cover it uh, those articles so yeah meet the first neanderthal uh, neanderthal family neandthal Family, meet the first nintether family. It's a uh, it's going to be an archaeology uh, article, so let's read it and see. The first nintether draft genome was published in 2010. Since then, researchers from the Max Planck Institute of Evolutionary Anthropology have sequenced a further 18 genomes from 14 different archaeological sites throughout Eurasia. While these genomes have provided insight into the broader shocks of Neanderthal history, we still know little of individual Neanderthal communities to explore the structure of Neanderthals, The researchers uh, turned their attention to southern Siberia, a region that ha- has previously been very fruitful for ancient DNA research, including the discovery of Den Sovan's home in, uh, remains at the famous Denisova cave. From work done at that site, we know that Neanderthals and Denisovan's were present in this region over hundreds of thousands of years. And the Neanderthals and Denisovan's have interacted with each other as the finding of a child with a Denisovan father and a Nithodan mother has shown okay first neanderthal community is their new study published in nature the research sort of focus on the neanderthal remains in the chagra sakya and Okla technovo caves which are within 100 kilometers of denisov cave neanderthal br- uh, briefly occupied these sites around 54000 years ago and multiply potentially contempt uh, Praneus nithodol remains had been recovered from their deposit, from their deposits. The researchers success, uh, successfully retrieved DNA from 17 Neanderthal remains. The re- largest number of Neanderthal remains ever sequenced in a single uh, study. Chagraskaya Chagraskaya cave has been uh, excavated over the large 14 years of research from the Institute of Archaeology and Anthropography Russian Academy of Science besides several hundred thousand stone tools and, uh, and animal bones they also recovered more than 80 bone and earth fragments of Neanderthals. one of the largest assemblage of this fossil hu- humans not only in the region but also in the world the Neanderthals at Chakraskaya and Diknov hunted ibex, horses, bison, and other animals that migrated through the river valleys that the caves overlook. they collected raw material for their shown tools dozens of kilometers away and the occurrence of the same raw material at both Chakraskaya and Oclerdeknow caves also support the genetic data that the groups innovating these localities were closely linked. Okay, previous study of a fossil toe from Denisova Cave showed that Neanderthals inhabited the Altai Mountains considerably earlier as well, around 12,000 years ago. 1200,000 years ago, uh, genetic data shows, or though, that the Neanderthals from Chagreskaya and all. All the Niko caves are not descendants of these earlier groups, but are closely related to European Neanderthals. This is also supported by the archeological material. The stone tools from Chakraskaya cave are most similar to the so-called uh, Mikoqueen culture from the Germany and Eastern Europe. The 17 remains uh, came from the 13 Neanderthal individuals, 7 men and 6 women, of which 8 were adults and five were children and young adolescents. In their microcontrial DNA, the researcher found several so called heteroplasmines that, uh, that were shared between individuals. Heteroplasmines are a special kind of genetic variant that only possess for a smaller uh, number of generations. The e- easternmost among the uh, among these uh, remains, were those of a eternal father and his teenage daughter. The researcher also found a pair of second-degree relatives, a young boy and, a, and an adult female, perhaps a cousin, aunt, or grandmother. The combination of heteroplasmas and related individuals strongly suggest that the Neanderthals in Chakraskaya Cave must have, li- uh, must have lived and died at around the same time. OK. Another striking finding is, is the extremely low genetic diversity with, within, the, uh, within this netherdal community, consistent with a group size of 10 to 20 individuals. This is much lower than those recorded for any ancient or present day human community and is more similar to the group size of endangered species at the verge of extinction. However, Neathardals didn't live in completely isolated community by comparing the genetic diversity on the Y-chromosomes, which is inherited father to son, with the mitochondrial DNA diversity, which is inherited from mothers, the researcher could answer the question, was it the man or the woman who moved between communities, they found that the my- Mitochondrial genetic diversity as much higher than the boy chromosome diversity, which suggests that the neat community were primarily linked by female migration despite the proximity to Denisova cave. The, these migrations do not appear to have involved Denisovan's. The researcher found no evidence of Denisovan gene flow in the Chagrinskaya uh, neat in the last. 20,000 20, uh, years ago, before this individual lived. Okay, our study provides a concrete picture of what a Nithodol community may have looked like, says Benjamin Peter, the last order of the study. It makes Nithodol seem much more human to me. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, when I, mean I have. Mm- much more information than that, but I mean, not able to provide you. Okay, moving on to our next topic. Number crunching math models may give policymakers major headache. Mathematical models that predict policy dr- driving scenarios, such as how a new pandemic might spread or the future amount of irrigation water needed worldwide may be too complex and delivering wrong answers a new study reveals experts are using increasingly detailed models to better predict phenomena or gain more accurate insight in a range of key areas such as environmental climate change climate sciences hydrology and epidemiology but the pursuit of complex models as tools to produce more accurate projections and predictions may not uh, delivered because more com- uh, complicated models tend to produce more uncertain estimates. Researchers from the universities of Birmingham, Princeton, Reading, Barcelona, and Bergen published their finding today in Science Advances. They revealed that expanding model without checking uh, how extra detail adds uncertainty limits the model's un- usefulness as tool to inform policy decision in the real world. I'm not Pio. Associate Professor in Social and Environmental Uncertainties at the University of Birmingham commented: "As science keep uh, on unfolding, secrets models keep uh, getting bigger. Integrating now, discovery to better reflect the world around us, we assume that more detailed models produce better prediction because they better match reality. And yet, pursuing ever complex models may not deliver the results we seek because Adding new parameter brings new uncertainties into the model. There's new uncertainty pile on top of the uncertainty already. There are uh, there at every model upgrade stage making the model output fuzzier at every step of the way. This tendency to produce more accurate result affects uh, any model without training or Validation data used to check its output accuracy affecting all mo- uh, global models such as those focused on climate change, hydrology, food production and epidemiology as well as the uh, models projecting estimates into the future regardless of the, of the scientific field. Researchers recommend that the drive to produce increasing detailed mathematical models as, as a mean to get a uh, short-term estimate should be re accessed the modelers should calculate the model effective dimensions, the number of influential parameters, and their highest order interaction before making the model more complex. This allows to check how the addiction of model complexity affects the uncertainty in the output. Such information is especially valuable for model aiming to play a role in policy making at a Dr. Pew, both modelers and policy makers benefit from understanding any uncertainty generated when a model is upgraded with novel mechanisms Modelers uh, tend not to submit their model to uncertainty and sensitivity analysis but keep on adding detail. Not many scholars are interested in running research uh, uh, and analysis on their model if it risks uh, showing that the emperor runs naked and its alleged sharp estimates are just a mirage. Excess complexity prevents scholars and public alike to ponder the Appropriateness of the model's assumptions, often highly cautionable. PO and RIS team noted, for example, that global hydrological models assume that iri- uh, irrigation optimizes crop production, water use, optimized at odds with practices of traditional irrigators. So, these are the study; these are the findings uh, given by our scientists and researchers. Moving on to this next topic. New research suggests our brains use quantum computation. Hmm. Scientists from Trinity College, Dublin believe our brains uh, could use quantum computation. Their discovery come after they adapted an idea developed to prove the existence of quantum gravity to explore the human brain and its workings. The brain function measured but also correlated to short term memory, performance and consciousness, awareness, suggesting quantum process processes are also a part of cognitive and conscious brain functions. If the team results uh, can be confirmed, likely required, requiring advanced multidisciplinary approaches, they would enhance our general understanding of how the brain works and potentially how it it can be maintained or even healed. They may also help uh, find innovative technology and build even more advanced quantum computers. Dr. Grinson Grinson, lead physicist at the Trinity College Institute of Neuroscience Tencent, in the co-author of the research article that has just published in the Journal of Physics Communications, he said, we adapted an idea developed for uh, experiments to prove the existence of quantum gravity, whereby you Take no known quantum systems which interact with the, an unknown system. if the known uh, system entangled when the unknown must uh, be quantum system too, it circumve- uh, circumvents the difficulties to find maze and devices for something we knew nothing about. For that experiment, we used proton spin of brain water as the known system. Brain water builds up naturally as fluid in our brains, and the proton spins can be measured using MRI magnetic resonance imaging. Then, by using a specific MRI designed to seek entangled spins, we found MRI signals that resembles heartbeat evoked Potentials, a form of EEG signals. EEG measured electrical brain currents, which uh, some people may recognize from personal experience or simply from watching hospital dramas on TVs. Electrophysiological uh, potential, like the heartbeat, evoked potential are normally not detectable with Amada and the scientists believed they could only observe them because the nuclear for uh, proton spins in the brain were entangled. Dr. Kruskens added, if entanglement is the only possible uh, explanation here, uh, then that would mean uh, that brain processes must have interacted with the nuclear spin, mediating the entanglement uh, entanglement between the nuclear spin. As a result, we can introduce that those brain functions must be quantum. Because these brain functions were also correlated to short-term memory performance and conscious awareness it is likely that those quantum processes are a, an important part of our cognitive and conscious brain functions Quantum brain processes could explain why we still outperform supercomputers when it c- uh, comes to unforeseen circumstances decision making or learning something new our experiment perform only 50 meters away from the lecture theater we Schrodinger's Present, uh, presented his famous uh, thoughts about life may shed light on the mystery of biology and consciousness which scientifically is even harder to grasp. Of course, I mean. <laughs> Moving on towards next topic. Methane eating blogs have been assimilating earth microbes. In StarTech, the world's are a ruthless, high-minded collective that assimilate other beings with the intent of taking over the galaxy, hidden non-fictional planet, earth, bugs, or DNA packages that could help humans fight climate change. Last year, a team uh, by Jill Benfield discovered DNA structure within a methane-consuming microbe called myth- um, methano- Pretense that appears to supercharge the organism' metabolic rate. They named the genetic elements box because the DNA within them uh, contains genes assimilated from many organisms. In, an, uh, in a study published today as a covered item in Nature, the researcher described the curious collection of genes with, within blocks and uh, began to investigate the roles these DNA packages play in environmental processes such as carbon cycling. First contact. methanopredence are a type of archaea unicellular organism to resemble bacteria but represent a distant branch of life that break down methane, CH4 in soil, groundwater and the atmosphere to support cellular metabolism. Methanopredence and other methane consuming microbes like uh, live. In diverse ecosystems around the world, but are believed to be less common than microbes that use photosynthesis, oxygen, or f- uh, fermentation for energy. Yet they play an outside role in earth system processes by removing methane the most potent greenhouse gas from the atmosphere methane traps 30 times more heat than carbon dioxide and is estimated to account for about 30 percent of human driven global warming the gas is emitted naturally through geological processes and by methane generating archaea, however industrial processes are releasing stored methane back into the atmosphere in varying quantities. Banfield, a faculty scientist at Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory, Berkeley Lab, and professor of Earth and Planetary Science and Environmental Science Policy and Management at UC Berkeley studies how microbial activity shaped large-scale environmental processes and how, in turn, environmental fluctuation altered the planet's microbe, microbiomes. As part of this work, uh, she and, uh, and her colleagues regularly sample microbes in different habitats to see what's interesting genes microbes are using for survival and how these genes might affect the global cycle of key elements such as carbon, hydrogen sulfur. The team looked at the genomes within cell as well as the portable pa- packets of DNA known as extra-chromosomal element ECE. Uh, that transfer genes between bacteria, archaea, and viruses. These elements uh, allow microbes to quickly gain beneficial genes uh, from the neighbors, including those that are only distantly related. While uh, studying methanopredence sampled uh, from seasonal wetland po- uh, pool soil is in California, the scientists found evidence of an entirely new type of ECE. Unlike uh, the silico- circular sh- strands of DNA that make up most plasmids, the most well known type of extra chromosomal element, the new ECE are linear and very long, up to one third the length of entire methanopridence genome. After analysis, Analyzing sorry, After analyzing additional samples from underground soil, aquifers, and riverbeds in California and Colorado that contain methane-consuming archaea, the team uncovered a total of 19 distant EC. They duped bogs. Using advanced genome analysis tools, the scientists determined that many of the sequences within the bog are similar to the methane-metabolizing genes within the actual methano Pyridens genome. Some of the boards even encode all the necessary cell- cellular machinery to eat methane, methane on their own as long as uh, they are inside a cell that can express the genes. Imagine a single cell that has the ability to consume methane. Now you add genetic elements within uh, that cell that can consume methane in parallel and also add genetic elements that give. The cell higher capacity; it basically creates a condition for methane consumption on steroids, if you will," explained co-author Genneth Williams, a senior scientist and Banfield colleague in the Berkeley Lab Earth and Environmental Science area. Williams, la, la- lead researcher at Rifle, Colorado site, where the best characterized bog uh, was recovered and is also chief field scientist of a research site on the East River near Crested Butt, Colorado, where some of the Banfield's current sampling takes place. The East River field site is a part of the Department of Energy, Watershed, Function, Scientific Focus Area, a multidisciplinary research project led by Berkeley Lab that aims to link microbiology and biochemistry with hydro, uh, hydrology and climate science, our expertise is bringing together what are often uh, thought of and treated as completely de- uh, disparate fields of injury? Big science that links everything from genes all the way up to watershed and atmospheric processes. Resistance is fertile. Banfield and our uh, fellow researcher at UC Berkeley Innovative Gen- Genomics Institute, including co author and long term collaborator Jennifer Don. Uh, don't uh, hi- uh, hypothesize, uh, hypothesize that the box uh, could be residual fragments of entire microbes dead were engulfed uh, by methanopredence to aid metabolism similar to how plants are harnessed formerly free living photosynthetic microbes to gain what we call chloroplasts, and how an ancient, you create uh, you a uh, cell consume the ancestor of today's mitochondria eukaryotic cell consume the ancestor of today's mitochondria of course based on this uh, similarity in sequence, the engulfed cell could have been relative of methanopridens, but the overall diversity of genes found in bogs indicates that these G- DNA packages were assimilated from a wide range of organisms. No matter the origin, it is clear that bogs have existed alongside uh, these archaea shuttling genes back and forth for a long time. No some Methanopridins were found with no bogs and in addition to recognizable genes. The bogs also contain unique genes encoding other metabolic protein, membrane proteins and extracellular proteins almost certainly involved in electron conduction required for energy generation as well as other proteins that have no unknown effects on their host. Until the scientists can culture methano Pretense in a laboratory environment, they won't know uh, for sure what capability the different come confer, why some microbes use them, and why others don't. One likely expla- uh, explanation is that bogs act as a storage locker for metabolic genes that are only needed at certain times. Ongoing methane monitoring research has shown that methane concentration can vary significantly throughout the year usually peaking in the fall and dropping uh, to the lowest level in early spring the is uh, Therefore provide a competitive advantage to methane heating microbes like methano during periods of uh, abundance Dense when uh, there is more methane than their native cellular machinery can break down plasmids are known to severe to serve a similar purpose, quickly spreading genes for, the, uh, for resistance to toxic molecules like heavy metal and antibiotics, where the toxins are present in highly enough concentration to exert evolutionary pressure. There is evidence that different types of bugs sometimes coexist in the same host cells. This opened the possibility that bugs could be spreading genes across lineages, said Banfield, broadly exploring the microbial universe. Since posting their article as a preprint last year, the team has begun follow up work to better understand how bugs may affect biological and geological processes. Some researchers are combining through data sets of genetic material from other microorganisms looking for Evidence that her exist in association with other species. While her colleagues are using lab-based methods, co-author Suzanne Mullen, a graduate student in Banfield Labs, will be getting her feet wet with some very picturesque field work. She recently started a project to sample microbes from the, uh, from the flood plains. Of the East River throughout the year to access how seasonal ch- uh, changes in bog, apodictins, and other microbes known to be involved in methane cycling correlate to seasonal flux of methane. According to the author, years down the line, carefully cultured microbes, chalk full of bogs, could be used to reduce methane and curb global warming. It's all to benefit the collective life on Earth. sorry guys sorry guys I mean they deserve it so yep moving on towards next topic genetic analysis of bones found in Greenland helps explain how early people use of resources helped them to survive. A team of researchers affiliated with uh, several I- institutions in Denmark and Greenland, working uh, with another colleague from Australia, has found that early human living in Greenland ate a much more varied diet that, uh, than previously believed. The studies published in Nature Human Behavior, scientists studying the history of Greenland have often wondered how early humans could have survived in such a cold climate prior research has shown that there have been four major migration to Greenland, the Sequoia, the Dorset, the Norse, and the Thule, only the Thule become permanent resi- uh, residents the first group, the Sekioke uh, people, arrived approximately f- uh, 4,500 years ago and remained in Greenland until a strong cooling period drove them away after 1700 years. Prior research efforts have suggested they ate fish, seals, and perhaps even sometimes whales, despite the limited toolset. In this new effort, the researcher uh, took a closer look at the diet of the Sikyuk and um, Sikyuk and the diets of their other groups that followed them. Their work uh, evolved conducting a DNA analysis of bone fragments collected from kitchen middens, a term used in Greenland to describe mounds of bones left behind by humans as they uh, they were discarded after meals in approximately uh, 2500 bone shards. and the researcher found they were able to identify 42 species of creature eaten by early humans many of which uh, came as a surprise the team found for example dna from extinct species of ray re- indoor one uh, that was much uh, smaller than those that live in Greenland today. They also found evidence of multiple types of whales, fin, sperm, narwhal, and bowhead. Bowhead uh, were the most prevalent, which uh, the researcher noted makes sense because they are relatively easy uh, to kill. In all, uh, the researcher found evidence of twenty mammal species, nine um, kinds of fish, including a surprising number that uh, were quite small, suggesting. The use of nets and 13 types of birds. The DNA evidence revealed not just the type of creature that were captured and eaten by early people, and the researcher note, but also sheds light on the technical know how of those who succeeded in hunting them. <laughs> okay, okay. Moving on to our next topic The secret behind sub- spectacular blooms in the world's driest desert. Hmm, okay, the Atacama Desert, which stretches uh, for approximately sixteen hundred kilometers uh, along the western coast of the uh, of the cone of South America, is the driest place on Earth. Some uh, weathered station there have uh, never recorded rainfall throughout their uh, existence, but it's far from barren. Many species live or uh, her. Here, then, uh, that occurred where else adapted to its extreme conditions, and approximately every 5 to 10 years from September to mid November, the Atacama Horse, one of the most spectacular sites of the uh, natural world, the Desert of Florida, literally blooming desert, the mass blooms one of which is currently going on in the northern Atacama after abductant rainfall earlier this year often attract media attention from around the globe but which psychological and evolutionary mechanism enable the great diversity of colors, shapes and visual patterns of uh, flowers during desideratos floridos and how do pollinators in the Atacama mainly have no patrons like uh, solitary webs and bees for whose benefit this visual astrogenzo evolved, uh, perceive all this variation, Thats the subject of a new study in frontiers in ecology and evolution. Our aim was to shed light on the ecological and evolution mechanism that caused biological diversity in extreme environments like the Atacama Desert," said first author Dr. Jamie Martin-Holmes, a researcher at the Institute of Agriculture Research, La Cruz Ch- uh, child. Here, we showed that flowers of the pussy-paw, Christian longi uh, scarpa a representative species for distro floridos in the atacama desert are highly variable in the color and patterns they present to the pollinators this variability the um, probably result from different so-called batalian pigments in the flower petals model species martsen harms and colleagues studied a distro florid Florido event in late 2021 near the city of Cladera in North and Chile. Despite being smaller in size than the event currently going on, it was clearly visible to satellites. A dominant species was C. longiscapa sca- uh, family Montiana K an annual plant up to 20 centimeter high, which bloomed into In two distant patches, tens of kilometers across, these patches are considered of two humans, uniformly purple and yellow flowers, between uh, them grew numerous intermediate that is reddish, pinkish and white flowers of the same species strongly suggesting that the purple and yellow morphs are heritable variants that can interbreed. Visualizing flowers can as insects see them. Insects, uh, with their compound eyes and different sensitive sensitivities, see the world very differently than we do. For example, most hemopatrons no uh, patterns have three types of photoreceptors, which are maxima, uh, maximally sensitive to UV, blue, and green. Mites and homes at L use uh, cameras sensitive to visual light and UV uh, and spectrometers to measure the reflection, absorption and transmission of different wavelengths by the petals of a total of 100 purple, yellow, purple, uh, uh, purple yellow, red, pink and white sea longest cap of flowers. This enabled them to produce composite images of this variant are seen by their many species of pollinator Diversity hidden from human eyes, the result showed that just within uh, this single plant species, the diversity pers- uh, perceptible to pollinators uh, was greater than to us. For example, hemnopatrians just like us can easily distinguish between red, purple, white and yellow variants, but they can also distinguish between flowers with a high versus of low UV reflection among yellow and purple flowers, a UV bull's eye pattern at the heart of some flowers which guides pollinator to the nectar and pollen is invincible to us. Hmm. An exception are UV reflecting pink and reddish sea, long scapa which are quite distinct to human eyes but probably appear similar to patterns. this visual diversity of sea longest copper flowers and probably mainly due to differences between bitetlands, yellow, orange, and purple pigments. that are typical trade of the plant order cryopflalias uh, to which the pussy paws belong. Balands uh, don't just just give colors to flowers. they also protect them from drought salt stress and damage from reactive oxygen radicals under environmental stress traits highly beneficial results pollinator derived selection for new variants the other hypothesized data observed standing diversity within C longiscapa of flowers in driven by difference in the sensitivity and pre- uh, preference for different colors and patterns across many species of pollinator and evolutionary experiment going on right now which mostly escapes our eyesight. The great variation in flower color with the sea long escapo can be explained if different species of pollinating insects throughout sorry, through their preference for particular flowers, colors and patterns could cause this variant to become Reprodu- uh, ducti- uh, reproductively isolated from other individuals uh, of the same uh, plant species, this ongoing process could ultimately lead to the origin of new races or species. Said Martin homes in our news. St- uh, in our next studies, which uh, will further investigate the chemical. Identity and the biological synthesis pathways of beet and other uh, flowered pigments, as well as the rela- their relationship to traits such as the scents produ- uh, produced by the flowers. This should help us to understand their role in shaping their in, uh, the inter- interactions between plants and their pollinators and in the plant tolerance to biotic and abiotic stressors under fluctuating climate conditions said Marnet's homes. Okay okay okay. Moving on to the next topic. Sickly shades of gray disease out, uh, outbreaks influence the color of walls across North America. New research from the University of Oxford, Yellowstone National Park and the Penn State published today in the Journal Science, may have finally solved why walls change color across the North American continent. If uh, you were to travel from Arctic Canada and head south down the Rocky Mountains into the US toward Mexico, the further south you go, the more black walls there are. The reason why have long puzzled scientist, Professor Tim Carlson, from the Department of Biology, University of Oxford, who lead the work, explains, in most uh, parts of the world, black uh, walls are absent or very rare yet in North America. They, uh, they are common in some areas and absent in others. Scientists have long wondered why. We now uh, have an explanation based on wall surface across North America. And a modeling motivated by extraordinary data collected by co authors who work in Yellowstone. Coat uh, colored in Canis lupus, is determined by a gene called CPD103. Depending on the variant of the gene, uh, a wolf has co- its coat, sorry, its coat can either be, uh, be black or gray. The researcher postulated that this gene also plays a role in protecting against resp- uh, respiratory diseases such as canine distemper virus CDV this is because uh, the dna region containing the gene also encodes for a protein that plays a role in defending against infection in the lungs of mammals they predicted that having a black coat would be associated with the ability of walls to survive an infection with CDV to test the uh, this idea they analyzed 12 wolf population from north america to examine whether the probability of a wolf being black was pre- uh, predicted by the presence of CDV antibody uh, bodies if a wolf has CDV antibodies then it has uh, caught CDV in the past and survived they found uh, that wolves with CDV antibody uh, bodies were more likely to be b- black than gray they also found that black walls were more common in areas where cdv outbreaks occurred the researcher analyzed over 20 years worth of data from the wall population at yellowstone national park they found that black walls were more likely to survive cdv outbreaks compared with gray walls this result led uh, them uh, to hypothesize They act in areas where uh, distempered outbreaks occurred. Walls could choose mates of the opposite coat color to maximize the change. Their cubes would have black coats. They used a simple mathematical model to test this idea. Excitingly, the prediction from their model closely matched the observation that black and gray walls were more likely to appear in the areas where cdv outbreaks are common the competitive advantage is lost in areas where cdv outbreaks do not occur these results are consistent with the idea that the frequency of cdv outbreak across north america is responsible for the distribution of black balls because having the gene of ford a black coat may have provided protection against the virus. It also explained why mating pairs in yellow Yellowstone where canine distempered outbreaks ago tend uh, to be black-grey. Peter Huntson, William Professor of Biology, Penn State said it's intriguing that the gene of protection against CDB came from domestic dogs brought uh, by the first human species. Entering North America and the CDV disease virus emerged in North America many thousands of years later. Once again, from dogs. What I love about this study is how we have been able to bring together experts from so many fields and a range of approaches to show how diseases can can have remarkable impacts on wolf morphology and behavior. We are learning that disease is a major evolutionary dri- driver that impacts so many aspects expect, of uh, animal populations. The researchers speculate uh, that other species may follow. A similar pattern involves many insect, amphib- amphibians, birds, and non-human mammals have association between color and disease resistance. It might be uh, that the presence of disease or how Frequently, a disease outbreak occurs. is an important factor uh, affecting the color of meat and animal puffers. Okay, okay. Moving on to our next topic: scientists map key protein structure of hepatitis voidus. Hepatitis, uh, hepatitis C virus, Okay. A team led by scientists at uh, Scripps Research and the University of Am- Amsterdam has uh, achieved an important goal in virology mapping at high resolution critical protein structures the su- uh, surface uh, surface of hep- uh, hepatitis C virus (HCV) and enable it to enter host cells. The discovery, reported in Science on October twenty-first. 2022 details key sites of vulnerability on the vital sites that can now be targeted effectively with vaccines. This long-sort after structural information on HCV puts a wealth of uh, previous observations into a structural context and paved the way of rational vaccine design against this incredible difficult target says study co-senior author and Ward phd professor in the department of I- inter integrative structural and computational biology at script research the study was the product of a multi-year collaboration that include the Ward laboratory the lab of Gabriel lander phd also professor in the department of Int- integrative structural and computational biology at script research the lab of roger sanders phd of the university of amsterdam and the lab of max crispin d phil and the university of uh, south it is projected at roughly 60 million years uh, millions people globally including uh, about two million americans have Chronic HCV infections, the virus infects liver cells, typically establishing a silent infection for decades until liver damage uh, becomes severe enough uh, to cause symptoms. It is a leading cause of chronic liver disease, liver transplants, and primary liver cancers. The origin of the virus is uncertain, but it it is thought to have emerged at at least several hundred years ago and uh, and then eventually spread globally especially via blood transfusions in the later half of the 20th century while uh, the virus was mostly eliminated from uh, blood banks after its initial discovery in 1989 its continu- uh, it continues to spread chiefly via needle sharing among Intravenous drug uh, users in developed countries and by the use of unsterilized medical instruments in developing countries, the leading HCVA antiviral drugs are effective but far too expensive for large scale treatment. An effective vaccine could eventually eliminate HCVA as a public health burden. However, no such vaccine has ever been developed, largely because of the extraordinary difficulty in the studying. LCV envelope protein complex, which is made of two viral proteins called E1 and E2. The E1 and E2 complex is very flimsy, and it's like a bag of wet spaghetti, also changing shape, and that's why it's being extremely challenging to image at high resolution, says co-first author Lisa Anson Wilson. PhD, a postdoctoral research associate in both the Landor board labs at Scripps Research. In the study, uh, in the study, the researcher found that uh, they could use a combination of three broadly neutralizing hcv antibodies to stabilize the E1E2 complex in a natural co- uh, conformation. Broadly neutralizing antibodies are those uh, that are able to protect against a broad range of viral strains by binding to r- relatively non-varying sites on the virus in ways that interrupt the viral so- life cycle. The researcher imaged the antibody-stabilized protein complex using low-temperature electron microscopy with the help of advanced image analysis software. The researchers were able to generate as even a e structural map of un. Presented clarity and extent at near atomic scale resolution Details included most of the even and e2 protein structures including the key even e2 interface and 3 antibiotic binding sites. The structural dot also emulated the thicket of sugar related glencan molecules atop, atop even e2 viruses often use glencans. Shield themselves from the immune system of an infected host, but in the case, the structural data showed that HCV gland apparently have another key role in helping to hold the flimsy E1 E2 complex together. Having uh, this detail of E1 E2 will help researchers rationally design a vaccine that uh, powerfully elicits these antibodies to block HCV infection. The structural data. Uh, also should allow us to discover the mechanism by which this antibody neutralizes HCV says co-first author Alba Torrance DLA, PhD to a doctoral researcher in the world in the world lab okay moving on towards next topic completing Einstein homework on special relativity in electromagnetism <laughs> okay interesting Albert Einstein, one of the most celebrated modern scientists, proposed the revolutionary theory of special relativ- relativity more than a century ago. This theory forms the basis of most of what we understood about the universe, but a part of it has not been uh, experimentally demonstrated until now. Scientists from the you know, Institute of Laser Engineering at Osaka University have use ultrafast electro-optic measurement to visualize for the first time the contraction of the electric field around an electron beam moving at closer to the speed of light and demonstrate the generation process. In the theory of special relativity einstein proposed that in order to properly describe the motion of objects moving past an observer at close uh, to the speed of light, one needed to employ a Lorentz transformation that mixes to co- uh, the coordinates of space and time. He was able to explain how this transformation made the equation for electric and magnetic fields self consistent, while various effects of relativity have been demonstrated many times to a very high degree of experimental precision. There are still expected remain unrevealed in experiments. Ironically, this includes the contraction of the electric field represented as a phenomenon of special relativity in electromagnetism. Now, the researcher team at Osaga University has demonstrated this effect experimentally for the first time. They accomplished this feat by measuring the profile of the column field in the space and time around a high-energy electron beam generated by linear particle accelerator using ultrafast electro optic sampling they were able to record the electric field with extremely high temporal resolution. It has been reported uh, that the uh, Lorentz transformation of time and space as well as those of energy and momentum were demonstrated by time dilation experiments and, rush, uh, and rest mass-energy experiments, respectively. Here, the team looked at a similar uh, relativistic effect called electric field contraction, which uh, corresponds to the Lorentz transformation of electromagnetic potential. We visualize the contraction of electric field around an electron beam, propagating close to the speed of light, says uh, Professor Makota. Nakajima, the project leader. In addition, the team observed the process of electric field contraction right after the uh, electron beam passed through a metal boundary. When developing the theory of relativity, it is said that Einstein used uh, through experiments to imagine what it would be like to ride on a wave of light. There is something poetic about uh, demonstrating the relativistic effects of electric field more than 100 years after Einstein predicted it, says Professor Nakashima. Electric field was a crucial element in the formation of the theory of relativity in uh, in the first place. This research with uh, observation matching closely to Einstein's prediction of special relativity and electromagnetism can serve as a platform of um, for measurements of energetic particle beams and other experiments in high energy physics. The paper is published in Nature Physics. Okay, okay. Moving on to our next topic tapping hidden visual information and all in one detector for thousands of colors. <laughs> okay. Spectrometers are widely used throughout industry and research to detect and analyze light. Spectrometer measure the spectrum of light, its strength at different wavelengths like the colors in a rainbow and are an essential tool for identifying and analyzing specimens and materials integrated on-chip spectrometers Would would be of great benefit to a variety of technologies including quality inspection platform. Security sensors, biomedical analyzers, health care system, environmental monitoring tools, and space telescope. An international research team led by a researcher at Altor University have uh, developed high-sensitive spectro- spectrometers with high wavelength accuracy, high uh, spectral resolution, and the broad operation bandwidth using only a single microchip-sized detector. The research uh, behind the new ultra um, mini uh, mini spectrometer was published today in the journal of science our single de- uh, detector spectrometer in, is an all in one device we designed this optoelectronic uh, electronic lab on a chip with artificial intelligence replacing conventional hardware such as optical and mechanical components therefore our Therefore, our computation spectrometer doesn't require uh, separate bulky, component, or an added design to, uh, to disperse and filter light. It can achieve a higher resolution, comparable to bench top system, but in a much smaller package, says postdoctoral research Hunia Han Yun. With our spectrometer, we can measure light intensity at each wavelength beyond the visible spectrum. Using a device at our finger pr- uh, fingertips, the device is entirely electrical con- controllable, so it has enormous potential for scalability and integration. Integrating it directly into a portable device such as smartphones and drones could advance our daily lives. Imagine that the lo- next generation. Of our smartphones, cameras could be fitted with the high hyperspectral cameras that outperform colored cameras. He yeah, adds, shrinking computational spectrometers in is essential for their use in chips and and in Im- implantable application. Professor Xinpin Sun, the head of the research team, says uh, conventional spectrometers are bulky because they need optical and mechanical mechanical components so their on-chip application are limited there is an emerging demand in this field to improve the performance and usability of spectrometers from this point of view miniaturized spectrometers are very important to offer high performance and new function in all fields of science and industry professor parity hankanon adds that finland and Alto have invested in photonics research in recent years. For example, there has been great support from the Academy of Finland Centre of Excellence on Quantum Technology, flagship on photonics research and innovation, Institute Q and the Hortana infrastructure. Our new spectrometer is a clear demonstration of the success of these uh, collaborative efforts. I believe uh, that uh, with further improvements in resolution and efficiency, these spectrometers could provide new tools for quantum information processing. Moving on to our next topic, researcher discovered previously unknown mineral- mineralogy of the deep earth. Okay, okay. What is the structure of the earth? For starters, it consists of several layers, the crust, the upper and lower mantle and the core. The mantle makes up most of our planet volume 84% and the lower mantle represents 55% of Earth's volume. It is also hotter and denser than the upper mantle. The lower mantle has played an important role in the Earth's evolution, including how Earth has cooled over billions of years, how material have been circulated and how water is stored and transported from the uh, from to the deep interior over a geological time scale. For more than seven decades, the mineralogy of the lower mantle has been studied extensively. The targets of study, including laboratory experiment, computational simulation, and the study of inclusion and deep demands, led uh, to the conclusion that the lower mantle consists of three main. Minerals, Brid, uh, Bridge Manite, Paris uh, Pariscale, and Devio Mayuta. In a study, recently published in H&M, a team of scientists, including Ben Gun Kyo, former PhD student at ASU, now a postdoctoral researcher at Michigan State University, and Sang Hyun Dang Shem, professor at the School of Earth and Science Exploration and uh, now, Drusky, Professor of Material Research at ASU, have completed a new high-pressure experiment employing uh, some different style of heating to reveal an additional mineral deciding in the lower mantle. Among uh, the, these three uh, main minerals, two minerals, bridge uh, magnite, and devium have both a so-called perovskite. Type uh, crystal structure. The structure is also widely known in physics, of course. Chemistry and material engineering, as uh, some material with uh, the purpose called type structure, have shown superconductivity. At shallow depths, minerals uh, with uh, similar crystal structures often merge and become single minerals, typically under a high temperature environment. For example, mineral uh, diopo- uh, diopsoid has uh, both calcium magnesium and stable in the crush, despite the structural similarity. However, existing studies have shown uh, that Davio Miodor, rich in and calcium, and Bridge Magnite, rich in magnesium, remain separate throughout the lower mantle. Why Davio and Bridge Magnite do not uh, merge uh, to one, despite the uh, fact that uh, they have very similar. Atomic scale structure. The question has fascinated researchers over two decades. So shame. many attempts have been made to find condition where these two mineral modes. Yet, the answer from experiment has been consistently two separate minerals. This, what we felt, we need more fresh new ideas in experiments. The new experiment was an opportunity for the research group uh, to various heating techniques to compare method instead of increasing temperature slowly in conventional high pressure experiments, they increase temperature very fast to the high temperature related to the lower mental reaching 3000 to 3500 Fahrenheit within a second. The reason for this was that uh, once a uh, two-purpose coil structured minerals form, it becomes very difficult for them to merge even if uh, they enter into temperature conditions. Where a single purpose mineral should be stable. By heating the sample fast to target temperature, Coe and Shem were able to avoid formation of two purpose structure minerals at lower temperatures. Once they reached the temperature at the lower mantle, they monitored what mineral formed for 50 to 30 minutes using X ray beams. At the advanced photon source, they found that only Single perovskite mineral forms unexpected from the previous exper- experiments. They found that at sufficiently high temperature, greater than 3500 Fahrenheit, deviomalto and bridge magnite b- become a single a single mineral in the perovskite type structure. It has been believed that a large size difference between calcium magnesium, the major uh, cations, and of uh, deviomalto and bridge magnite respectively should hinder this uh, from merging said co but our study shows uh, that they can overcome such difference in uh, hot environments Uh, I mean uh, um, I will be back in a minute guys The experiment sh- uh, suggests that the deeper, uh, deeper lower mantle with a sufficiently high temperature should have mineralogy different from the shallow lower mantle because the mantle was much warmer in early earth the group new result indicate that most of the lower mantle had a single perovskite structured mineral then which means the mineralogy differed from the per- uh, present day lower mantle this new observation has a range of substantial impacts on our understanding of the deep earth. Many seismic observations have shown that the deeper lower mantle properties are different from the shallow lower mantle. The changes are reported to be gradual. This merge of brig uh, bridge magnetite, and devium iota is shown to be gradual in the research group. Experiments also shows sorry also the property of a rock with uh, three main minerals, bridge-magnite, ferro-periclase pa- uh, and devium aldo, does not match well with the properties of the deeper-lower mantle. Co and collaborator predict that these unresolved problems can be explained by merge of bridge magnetite and devium to a single perovskite structure mineral. <laughs> I mean... Great man, great, great. Um, they deserve it. It, uh, they deserve it. Okay, moving on towards next topic. Stem cell study reveals how neurons from PTSD uh, patient react to stress. Stem cell derived neurons from combat v- veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder PTSD react uh, differently to a stress hormone than those uh, from veterans without PTSD, a finding that could provide insights into how genetics can make someone more susceptible to developing PTSD following trauma exposure. The study published October 20 in Nature Neuroscience is the first to use induced pleutopotent stem cell models to study PTSD. It was conducted by a team of scientists from the Akian School of Medicine at Mount Sinai the James G. Uh, Peters Veterans Affairs Medical Center and the Yale School of Medicine, and the New Work Stem Cell Foundation Research Institute, New York. Yes, post traumatic stress disorder can develop the following severe trauma and, and, and is an enormous public health problem for both veterans and civilians. However, the extent to which genetic and environmental factors contribute to individual clinical outcomes remains unknown. To bridge this information gap, the research team studied a cohort uh, of 39 combat veterans with uh, and without PTSD who were uh, recruited from the James J. Peters Veterans Affairs Medical Center in the Bronx. Uh, veterans underwent skin biopsies and their skin cells were reprogrammed into induced pleuropotent stem cells reprogramming cells into induced pleuropotent stem cells is like virtually taking cells back in the time to when they were embryonic and had the ability to generate all the cells of the body said Rachel Yehuda PhD professor of psychiatry and neuroscience and at Ingyan Mount Sinai, uh, Director of Mental Health uh, for the James J. Peters Veterans Affairs Medical Center and the senior author of the paper. Uh, These cells uh, can then be differentiated into neurons with the same properties as the person brain cell had before trauma occurred. To change the way they function, the gene expression networks from these neurons reflect Early gene activity resulting from genetic and very early developmental contributions, so they uh, are a reflection of the pre compact or pre trauma gene expression state. Two people uh, can experience the same trauma, but uh, they won't necessarily both develop PTSD, explained Crenson, Brennan, PhD, Excelab- Elizabeth Mears, and House. Jameson, Professor of Psychiatry at Yale University of Medicine and uh, New York, New York uh, Stem Cell Foundation Research Institute, Robson, Stem uh, Cell in, uh, Investigator Lumina, who uh, co-lead the study this ultra uh, molding brain cell from people wi- with and without PTSD helps explain how genetics can make someone more susceptible to PTSD. To mimic the stress response that triggers PTSD, the scientists exposed the induce pluripotent stem uh, cell-derived neurons to the shre- to the stress hormone hydrocortisone, a synthetic version of the body own. Cortisol that is used as part of the the flight or flight response. The addition of stress hormones to these cells simulates biological effects of compact which allow us to determine how different gene networks mobilize in response to stress exposure in brain cells, explained Dr. Yehuda. Using gene expression, profiling, and imaging, the scientists found that neurons from individuals with PTSD were Hypersensitive to this ph- uh, pharmacological uh, trigger. The scientists also were able to identify the specific gene networks that uh, respond differently following exposure to the stress hormones inside the cell of PTSD affected individuals. More similar study of PTSD to date have used blood sample from patients, but since PTSD is rooted in the brain, scientists need a way to capture how the neurons of an individual prone to the disorder are affected by stress therefore the team opted to use stem cells as they are uniquely occupied or to provide a patient a specific non-invasive window into the brain you can't easily reach into a liver, living person's brain and pull out cells so stem cells are are our best way to examine how Neurons are behaving in a patient. Of course. Say Dr. Brennan. Uh, I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> I. envoy SCF New York Stem Cell, Cell Foundation. Scientists use the scalable automated robotic system. The N.I. SCF, global stem cell array to create a stem cell and then glutometragic neurons from patients with PTSD, glutometragic neurons help the brain ascend, excitatory signals and have previously been implicated in PTSD. As this was the first study using stem cell models of PTSD, it was important to study a large number of individuals, said Daniel Paul. Ph.D., NYSEF, Senior Vice President, Discovery and Platform Development who co-lead the study. At the scale of the study, automation is is essential. With that, we can make standardized cells that allow uh, for meaningful comparison between numerous individuals pointing to key differences that could be critical for discovering new treatments. Leveraging the hallmarks of stress PTSD cells for new treatment, the team gene expression analysis revealed a set of genes that were particularly active in the PTSD-prone neurons following the, their exposure to stress hormones. Importantly, the gene signature we found in the neurons w- was also apparent in brain sample from decreased uh, individual with PTSD. Which tell us uh, that stem cell models are providing a pretty accurate reflection of what happens in the brain of living patients. Noted Dr. Paul, Moreover, the disting, uh, distinctions between uh, how PTSD and non ptsd cells responded to stress could be informative in predicting which individuals are at high risk for PTSD What's really exciting about our findings and the opportunity they offer for accelerating the diagnosis and the treatment of PTSD, Dr. Paul continued. Importantly, having a robust stem cell model provides an ideal avenue to drug screening in the dish. Even uh, across diverse patient population, we uh, are working on finding already approved drugs that could reverse the hypersensitivity we are seeing in neurons added Dr. Brennan uh, that way any drugs we discovered will have the fastest possible power to helping patients. The researcher plan to continue leveraging their induced uh, pluripotent uh, stem cell models to further investigate the genetic risk factor pinpointed by this study and to study how PTSD affects other, cell, other types of brain cells helping to broaden opportunities for therapeutic discovery. NYSCF is incredibly proud to have generated the first ever induced pluripotent stem cell models from the individual with PTSD as a part of the landmark study in partnership with the world class scientists said NYSCF. Interium CEO Derek Rossi PhD the collaborative work underscores and the unique value of stem cell Modeling for studying and dem-certifying challenging uh, diseases and the four uh, discovering innovative strategies that could be led to urgently needed treatments. Hmm. Okay, moving on to our next topic and the last topic of the podcast. So, okay, deep learning with light components of machine learning model encoded onto light waves. Ask um. Uh, a smartphone uh, ask a smart home device for, uh, for the weather forecast and it takes several seconds for the device to respond. One reason this latency occurs is because connected devices don't have enough memory or power to store and run the enormous machine learning models needed for the device to understand what a user is asking for of it. The model is stored in a data center that may be hundred, hundreds of miles away where the answer is computed and sent to the devices, MIT researcher has created a new method for computing directly on, the, no, on these devices, which drastically reduces this latency. Their technique shifts the memory-intensive steps of running a machine learning model to a, cell, uh, to a central server, where components of the model are encoded onto light waves. The w- waves are transmitted to a connected device using fiber optics, which enable a uh, tons of data to be sent lightning fast uh, uh, through a network. The receiver then employs a simple optical device that rapidly performs computational using the parts of a model carried by those light waves. This technique li- uh, leads at uh, more than. A hundred fold improvement in energy efficiency when compared to other models it could also improve sic- security since uh, user data do not uh, need it to be transferred to a central location for computation this method could enable a self driving car to make decision real time while using just a tiny percentage of the energy currently required by power hungry computers. It could also allow uh, allow a user to have a latency-free conversation with their smart home device be used for a live video processing over cellular networks or even enable high-speed image classification on a spacecraft millions of miles from Earth. Every time you want to run on uh, a uh, uh, neural network you have to run the program and how fast you can run the program depends on how fast you can pipe the program in from memory of course our pipe is massive its correspond to s- sending a full of feature length movie over the internet I- every millisecond or so hmm okay that is how fast data comes a- into our system and it can compute as fast as that says senior author Drick England and associate professor in the Department of Electric and Engineering and Computer Science EECS and a member of the MIT Research Liberty of Electronics. Joining England on the paper is lead author of EECS, a grad student Alexander Snurts, EECS, grad student Samuel Bandy research uh, scientist Ryan Hamley as well as others uh, from MIT and the MIT Lincoln Laboratory in the Nokia cooperation. Mm, okay okay. The research uh, will be published in Science Lightning the load neural networks or machine learning models that use layer of uh, connected nodes on neurons to recognize the pattern in data sets and perform tasks. Like uh, classifying images or recognizing speech, but these uh, models can obtain billions of uh, weight parameters, which are numeric values that uh, transform input data as they are processed. These weights uh, must be stored in memory. At uh, the same time, the data transformation process involves billions of algebraic computations. Which required a great deal of power to perform the process of fetching data, the weights of the neural network. In this case, from memory and moving them uh, to parts of a computer that do the actual computation is one of the biggest limiting factors to speed and energy efficiency. Says so our thought was, why don't uh, we take all that heavy lifting? The process of fetching billion of weights. From memory, move it away from the edge of the device and put it someplace where we have abducted access to power and memory, which gives us the ability to fetch those weights quickly, he says. The neural network architecture they developed, net, uh, net cost, involves storing weights in a central server that is connected to a novel piece of hardware called a smart um, transceiver. The smart transceiver a thumb size uh, chip that can receive and transfer data uses technology known as silicon photonics to fetch uh, trillions of weight from memory each second it receives weights as electrical signal and imprints them on light waves since the way data are encoded as bits one uh, ones and zeros the transceiver converts them by switching laser laser is turned on for a uh, one and o- off 40, zero, it combines these light waves and then periodically transfer them uh, through a fiber optic network, so a client device doesn't need to uh, doesn't need to query server to receive them. Optic is a great. Optic is great because there are many ways to carry data with optic. For instance, you can put data on different colors of light, and that enables a much higher data throughput. And great, a greater bandwidth than with electronic. Explain. trillions per second. Trillions per second. Once the light waves arrive to the client a device. trillions per second trillions per second once the light waves waves arrive at the client device a simple optical component known as broadband max uh, scanner modulator use them to perform super fast analog computation this involves encoding input data from the device such as sensor information onto the weights it then it sends each individual wavelength to the receiver that detects the light and measures the result of the computation. The a device is to use this modulator to do trillions of multiplication per second, which vastly increase the speed of computation on the device, which huge uh, using only a tiny amount of power. In order to make something faster, you need to make it more efficient. Uh, but uh, there is a trade-off. We have built a system that can operate with about a milliwatt of powered but still do trillions of multiplication per second in terms of both speed and energy efficiency. That is a gain of orders of magnitude, Sloot says. They tested this architecture by sending weights over an 86 kilometer fiber that connects their lab to MIT Lincoln Laboratory. Net cost enabled machine learning with high frequency 98.7% for image classification and 98.8% for digital recognition at rapid speeds. We had to do some calibration, but I was surprised by by how little work we had to do to achieve some high frequency out of the box. We were able to get commercial relevant accuracy ads, Hammerly. Moving forward, the researchers want to I- iterate on the smart uh, transceiver chip to achieve even, mo- uh, even better performance. They also want to m- miniaturize the receiver, which is currently the size of shoebox down to the size of a single chip, so it could fit onto a smart device like a cell phone. I mean, yep, uh, uh, as I previously disco- uh, discussed in the many of the podcasts, that we have started a newsletter providing information about the, about, uh, which is not easily available on the surface web, so please subscribe to this newsletter, and yes, I mean, to sustain this business model, it's uh, necessary uh, to have a, uh, to attain those things so please uh, it's a request otherwise it's up to you of course and uh, at the last I just want to say you guys stay curious sorry keep researching stay curious stay healthy